With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, June 14th. And today I want to talk about the price of everything. The price of everything is going up. I know you probably heard that last week, end of last week, we got a report about inflation and Inflation's running pretty darn hot, up 5% from a year ago. It's the biggest annual increase since 2008. And even when you take out energy, which was up 28.5%, you take out food, which bounces all over the place, and price of beef is really high right now. Even if you take food and energy out, the core CPI surged 3.8%. That is a 28-year high. So If you are wondering what on earth is going on, I can tell you because I was on the air with CBS this morning on Friday morning, and we talked about why inflation is ticking up and whether or not these high prices are likely to persist. So here's the segment from CBS this morning. With COVID cases on the decline, more of us are getting back to normal life. But normal life is getting more expensive. The Labor Department's consumer price index rose 5% in May compared with one year earlier. That's the largest 12-month jump in inflation since 2008. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us with more. Jill, good morning to you. What areas of the economy are seeing the biggest increases in prices? Well, as you would expect, those that were hit hardest by the pandemic are bouncing back most quickly. So energy is up dramatically. But also we are seeing used cars and trucks. That accounted for about a third of the overall increase. We are seeing airfares, hotel room rates are up. But it goes beyond that. Home furnishings, beef, this is across the board and clearly it is going to cost consumers more when they go shopping for pretty much anything right now. And Joe, what's behind it? 
Well, I think there's three basic premises here. Number one, we are comparing where we are today to where we were a year ago. And the economy was pretty much shut down then. Economists are saying to me, look, let's go back to 2019. Prices are up from there, but only by two and a half percent. It doesn't seem so bad. There have also been supply chain issues. That's created bottlenecks. Hard to get your hands on a lot of goods and services because of that. And finally, us. We are actually going out and shopping post-pandemic. We're pushing up those prices. So we've got a lot of demand that's at work here, Tony. Joe, we saw supply chain issues all the way through the pandemic. I'm, I'm surprised that they haven't started easing up at this point. Why aren't they? And how much longer do you think we're going to have them? Well, you know, economists tell me that these are issues that are actually months in the making. It's kind of like hard to turn around a big cruise ship on a dime. So what has happened is early in the pandemic, there were safety protocols that created bottlenecks. As those got worked out, we had producers making big decisions. So imagine you're a semiconductor chip maker and it's the beginning of the pandemic. What do you think? I only have a limited amount of people and production. What am I going to do? I'm going to focus on consumer electronics. What did that leave out? Cars and trucks. Well, who's going to want a car and truck, they figured? A lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, those supply chain issues are exacerbated. It is going to take months longer to have those work themselves out. You know, the other issue I see, Jill, is that everything is on back order. Even if you can try to find it, I don't care what you're ordering, everything is on back order. Can you help me understand why that is? And how much longer do you think the higher prices are going to last? But talk about the back order. That, oh, the back order thing is so hard. Well, okay, what the problem is, again, is that because there weren't enough materials made, it has actually created a lack of supply. Yeah. But all of a sudden, there is this enormous demand. It's just the worst case scenario for a producer. Those backlogs are expected to persist. I'm, tell, I'm told by construction folks that this is at least another six months before Ooh. things get worked out on that end. Overall, how long will inflation stay elevated? Well, some economists think that we've just seen the peak. We have got to see. This could take longer. That is something that can really make the economy overall be problematic. Why? Because if we see persistent inflation, the Federal Reserve may step in and start to raise interest rates. And that could snuff out our beautiful recovery that we are in the middle of right now. So, Joe, can you help me understand why, if you checked your retirement account yesterday, you might have noticed that the stock market reached a new high, looks great on that front, and yet we have this bad news about rising prices. How can they be one and the same? And if the prices continue to go up, could it drag the stock market down? Well, I always like to say the stock market's like the bizarro world. So if you're a big investor, maybe you would worry about rising prices and that maybe uh, that the Fed would act and slow the economy down. But investors are really looking at the Federal Reserve. They say the Fed is going to let inflation run a little bit hotter. And as a result, there should be not a lot of movement in the economy or stocks. Long-term investors, don't touch your portfolios, please. As actually, stocks do pretty well in higher inflation environments as long as you don't become reactive. So stay the course. If you have a question about inflation, maybe that last part of the interview with uh, what should investors do and why is the stock market higher? Maybe that's getting some thought bubbles going. Send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. You can subscribe to us on 
Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, Google Play, anywhere you find podcasts, you can check out Jill on Money. You can check out our sister podcast called Eye on Money. Do me a favor and do something nice for someone else today. It would very much make us happy. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.